There are many like it, but this one reveals folks. What the? This is cool. Shape-shifting. Wait. I am not into that. Wait, who's he talking? Who's she talking to? Who's Toronto talking to? <laughs> you asked this the first time. It's Malfurion. I know. Oh, it's Malfurion. He's telling, okay. Mal- Malfurion is, is, he's ready for sexy time. Yeah, was that like pillow he, talk? It was like a he, pillow he, talk. He's got an idea. He's got an idea. He, he's thinking, you know, we could have sex as elves, <laughs> but maybe I could shape-shift into a bear, and it would be really fun. Oh, and my God. Toronto's like, no shape-shifting. <laughs> Can we do it on my lawn that I make, Taronda? I mean, if That's you think about it, like druids, if two druids were married, it'd be. No, you know, it's not right. <laughs> Crazy town. <laughs> it's fantasy it, druids, not like actual <laughs> druids because they really existed. And we mean the ones that change shape. Yeah, you don't. Uh, what you don't want is the boomkin form for those new um, uh, the Zandalari trolls, dude. <laughs> It's a boomkin and an eagle. He just hears yeah. a weird sound in the bush. He's like, "What is that? Oh, it's two druid shapeshifters." He looks like a, they look like uh, uh, they look like pterodactyls that also are ugly. Ugly pterodactyls. That's what I meant to say. They're very, very bad. Uh, <laughs> but that's fine. If we ever get a Zandalari troll in Heroes, Heroes of the Storm, I'd be happy. That'd be all right. Uh, hey, what's this show we're doing, everybody? It's Core. It's the Heroes of the Storm podcast with me, Scott Johnson, Bush Schwartz, and John Jagger. That's what it is. And I got a little head-scratcher question to start us off today. And by the way, can everyone just keep their emails just calmed down a little bit about all the talk we've had back and forth about the health of the game? It's part of our discussion once in a while, but we got tons of feedback this week going, I would really appreciate it if you didn't talk about my favorite game so negatively. It's not like we're being negative. We just think it's an important topic to talk about once in a while. That's all. That's all. All right. Anyway, back to the point. Here's your head-scratcher, all right? A fan of the show asked me during the week, during, well, between last Wednesday and now, said this question. He says, uh, what map would stay if the rest had to go? In other words, uh, if Blizzard came out tomorrow and says, uh, yo, you can only have one, so community vote uh, vote on the map you're going to keep and everything else goes out the door. Uh, so I so much don't want to talk about the ones we would get rid of as much as with the one with, that we would stay with. So we're probably never going to be faced with this real question, but I think it's interesting. It may just turn out to be the answer to this, to another question, which is what's your favorite map? I, d- I don't know. But I have a feeling that the idea of it being the only one you're ever going to get ever might change our answer versus what it would be if you just said what's your favorite. Like my favorite right now and has been for a while is... The one John likes, Towers of Doom. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if that's the only map I ever want. Do you know what I mean? Like, I if if we've only got one, if we're doing it like the like the other MOBAs do, where it's just a single map, what do you pick? Bo, you start. Which map do you say? You, do you point out in the lineup, and the rest of them head into the gas chamber? It's Curse Hollow all the way. Really? Curse it. Cursed Hollow. <laughs> wow. All right. I didn't expect yeah, that because one from you. To me, it's uh, it's it feels like the map that's the most templated from Summoner's Rift. Yeah. And there's something to be said about the space in it and the uh, 
the jungling the, potential? The, the, Do you the like flexi- that? The flexibility. If they, we were go to one map, I'd expect some changes. Mm-hmm. So this feels like the most universal map, and and that things can be done with. I don't know. I just I've always liked that map the best. I just think it's got a lot of good space in it, mm. and all the real estate for the most part I feel gets used on that map. You know, we're like two lane maps. It's like usually people are hard pushing a lane, and then with the objective, it's steamrolling it. Yeah, like a lot of the activity takes place essentially in the the lanes. I mean, Volskaya might be second, but I think the mechanic is a little uninteresting for the only map because it's always ABC in the same order, and that's it's fine for Volskaya in the heroes we know. But if that was to be my only map, I'd say no. Yeah, I'd say keep Cursed Hollow and increase the change up the 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 boss mechanics and the tribute mechanics a little bit just to make it a little more random or something. Yeah, and yeah, you got your map. All right, John. Uh, what do you think? Where are you still? Are you sticking with Towers of Doom despite the fact that it's the only one you're ever going to see again? I mean, I think Bo is pretty spot on with what he's saying about Cursed Hollow. Um, it's not my favorite map. It's actually probably pretty low on my list, but there is something to be said about that map where I don't feel like that map comes up and everybody goes, "All right, get out your." cursed hollow picks like it just kind of becomes a okay well let's play a solid game let's draft against the enemy team let's get in there and let's play the best we can like that kind of tends to become the strategy and i think that's a testament to that map being kind of strong regardless uh but that said i'm gonna go with towers of doom (laughs) because that's the that's the one map where if you said hey we're not getting any variety anymore that's the one where i'd be like all right if i'm playing this one i'm I'm happy. Those games just always feel so good to me. Even when we lose, I have a tendency to feel like, oh man, we could have won that one. It was so close or things like that. And I don't know. There's just something very neat about that map. I might get sick of it if it was the only one, but right now it's always a joy. Like I I say, we're never probably going to run into this. My answer is probably Cursed Hollow for the same, for similar reasons as Bo. I, I, I would hope that we could skin it or something. And I don't mean that it's bad the way it is now, but we're spoiled now. Like the game has spoiled us with this kind of variety. So to even suggest the idea, uh, and I think it's a great question, by the way, the person who asked me this question, I wish I had their name here and I don't, but um, it's a, it's a great question, but I think thankfully we'll never be faced with that because one of the, the uh, great things about heroes of the storm that separates itself from other MOBAs is the variety in the battlegrounds. So, all that being said, if there was one I had to take, probably Cursed Hollow, and then part of me would be like, and then could they just, you know, spruce it up to have different skins or let me buy skins for it or something yeah. to just kind of shake things up once in a while because, you know, I, as much as I love that dude, the Raven Lord, he's great and all. I don't want to listen to him every day, you know, saying stuff. I, I need more than that. And I guess we have voice packs for that, but anyway. Bottom line is, if you like spooky uh, uh, crows and shit, uh, I think that's probably going to win the vote here. Apparently, that's their theme, too, because so far we've named two maps, and both of them spooky, ravens, uh, dark uh, type theme. I would actually, I've been trying to think about other ones just to get a little variety and think about it. Yeah. And Tomb of the Spider Queen wouldn't be a bad one. That's mm. another one. And I know that's a bit more specialized, but that's another map that every time it comes up, I'm just like, all right, this feels different and new and exciting. And I don't know why I like that one so much, but I'm 
a big fan still of Tomb of the Spider. If I could have, okay, so now let me expand. If I could have four maps, and that's all I could ever have again, okay? okay. I've expanded the question, obviously, and this is a little mm -hmm. bit of a cheat. It would be Cursed Hollow. It'd be the ones we've said. Cursed Hollow, Volskaya, Towers of Doom, and probably Spider Queen. Is that four? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the reason I say that is I think they all uh, Battlefield for Eternity is pretty good here and there, but but of, uh, of of everything we've talked about, they all seem to contain the scenarios that are that have, I've found the most fun in the game, and so so I would really jive on those on those four if that's all we had. Now I'm glad that we don't. It's cool to have different things, and that's great. But if they had to limit the number, all of those have great examples of cool gameplay that having many different maps can bring. Whereas everything else is, and it's okay. Like Volskaya picks up kind of where Dragon Knight left off, you know, in a way. Um, does it in new ways. And I used to, when that game map came out, I wasn't thrilled with it, but I like it now a lot. I like it when it shows up in the rotation. I'm um, trying to think of what my four would be. It gets really tricky. I definitely towers. I think Cursed Hollow for the reasons that we explained. It's a, it's a good, solid open map, even if it's not one of my favorites. Uh, Tomb of the Spider Queen I like again because there's there's different and there's a variety there I would have a really hard time picking between Infernal Shrines and Battlefield of Eternity for probably the last spot for me Yeah, which we would probably go to one of those too yeah. uh, I will say this about Cursed Hollow and Bo basically said this but um, I think it just bears mentioning again that the, the reason that map is such a standout for so many people, and I'll bet that this is kind of the vote if we put it out there what, that we'd get generally speaking, because that game has got jungling, it's got objectives, it's got bosses, and there are two of them, and they're on each on each other side, and, and that's weird and different and, and, and creates a really interesting kind of metagame. And, and like all, you know, it's a, I mean, is that a three lane or two lane? Three lane, right? <clears throat> three lane map For cursed hollow yeah why am yeah. i why am i thinking two lanes why what's wrong with me mm, for haunted mines i'll oh, probably haunted mines haunted mines is a very similar tile set it, yeah, yeah that that throws me off hollow. uh but anyways it's got all that stuff so whatever your style of play is it feels like there's something there um there there are moments where teams have to kind of jive and get to the freaking objective and work together and there are other times where someone can kind of jungle and do things and there's fun global moments. There's great up close moments. Like, I don't know. The map's map's pretty good at all that stuff. Uh, it's the second map I ever played. First was, uh, well, I mean, let's not forget about the gift old Blackheart's got for us, right? He's <laughs> he's always there. I like Blackheart's Bay. Yeah. I see. That's the thing is, I'm going through this and I'm thinking of all these maps. Honestly, I would be hard pressed to find one I actually don't like at the moment. Um, I've even come around on Garden of Terror, believe it or not, yeah. as much as that map has not changed. And yet I've, I've gotten to a place where I'm OK with it. I would say if you said, John, you have to take one map away. I think my vote would be oh, I can't believe I'm going to agree with Bo. Feels bad. Uh, it probably be, it'd probably be Braxis. Yeah. Or, Garden uh, of Terror, they've improved it. And then Braxis Holdout came out, and it's the boring as hell map. <laughs> or the cool nuke one. I actually don't like I don't like the, the nuke one either. Uh, I don't agree with you there, but to each his own. I like the I, nuke one. I just don't I don't like like it. Like, 
as soon as I get in there, <laughs> I, don't like, like it. I love everything about its style, design, look, feel, music, um, concept, all that. I love it. It's my favorite of the of the StarCraft themed maps, thematically speaking. But actually playing it is hit and miss for me. Um, I don't know. Just the nuke stuff is just, I don't know. I feel like you're dancing with idiots sometimes. That's all. It feels messy in a way that some of the other maps don't. Yeah. And maybe there's uh, something that people like about that. But I don't, I don't necessarily like it as much. But again, at this point, we're talking about, okay, I like all the maps. Which one would be at the bottom, though? So that's still not me trying to talk bad about it. It's just... If I had to pick a bottom, it might be there. It might actually be the Dragon Knight. I, I don't love Dragonshire as much as I used to. Such a pissing match in there now. You know? I mean, they all kind of have a pissing match aspect to them, but mm. that, that one feels like I'm, you know, we spend how much time on the first objective push? Like half the game? You're all hitting level Sometimes 10. Sometimes it feels that way. Yeah, yeah. you hit level 10 <laughs> before anyone's got a dragon. There's this fun tenseness when the dragon knight hasn't been claimed in nine minutes, and you're just like, oh, my God. Yeah, it is really <laughs> weird, but it's, um, you know, whatever. But I hope that answers his question, and I'm sorry again for not having your name. We'll call him uh, Larry. I don't know. Okay. Might be his Larry. name. Larry. Do Thanks. I know this Larry? No, I think it was somebody kind of a, with a rando name on Twitter or something, so it's not even oh, like okay. a name we'd know. Okay. It's just a name. Uh, it was Greg Street. I got you. Yeah, it was Greg Street. <laughs> 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 Brian Brian Holinka, thank you for your email. We appreciate it. <laughs> he just had a birthday. Happy birthday, Brian. He listens to the show, so happy birthday, man. That's crazy. Uh, well, he loves heroes. He's a big... Uh, uh, I, I know I th- he loves Transformers. And, he loves uh, Transformers. You're not kidding. It's a man after my own heart. Yeah. He's the good Transformers, like the old cartoon. That's what. Yeah, yeah, that's right. They got the new stuff. Yeah, not this horse shit they call movies. <laughs> uh, let's get to what's going on this week. The fat. Oh, of by the, the way, well, yeah. I, sorry, yeah. interrupt. You started the Transformers train, or I did. That's totally you did, but it's fine. It's totally fine. They're rebooting the Transformers universe. By the way, oh, I heard about this. Yeah. Well, I mean, all yeah. it took is for the sixth movie or whatever they're on to sort of not make as much money as the last bunch. It still made ass tons of money but mm-hmm. it wasn't this automatic record-breaking money it uh, wasn't mcu money no yeah. no they and, it, and it was the first dip in the series and so that was enough for fox or whoever it is to go put on the brakes let's rethink this thing so what do you think of that do you think that's a good uh deal i'm hopeful because i as you know sometimes you end up being like apologist for movies you really like because <laughs> of a predetermined yep. reason yep. like you know we think Last Jedi was really good, but it wasn't as good as you think it is just because you like Star Wars a lot. And that was me with the first Transformers movie. I was like, it's the best thing ever. But like years have gone by and I'm like, yeah, it's a turd. You mean the 07 just, one? The first, the first Michael Yeah, Bay the one? first one. Like the spirit was there and it's like I dreamed for decades of seeing like live action Transformers transform and fly into the air. But and like the the, the, the the CGI was like, it is what it, it was, what it was. It was pretty good, but the movie was so bad. Yeah. Yeah. They just had it's it like, wrong. It's, it's like they had to like, they just. Here's the, here's like, all they have to do. I, so another huge fan of Blizzard or is not there anymore, but Chris Metzen was a like diehard Transformers fan to the point that he actually got a side gig to write 
a whole series of comics, worked with an artist for IDW Comics and made a whole comic series about Transformers. Devastation, right? Yeah, and it was great. Yeah. It was really good. It. it was good. I yeah. liked it. It was in the spirit of the original Transformers, which is kind of where his heart was as well. And we've talked about this at length before. The bottom line is those movies need to get back to what those movies should be about, which is robots fighting shit and working together, not humans running around going, oh, I can't believe there's big robots everywhere. Like, F that. It's a really bad impression of that. Uh, what's that guy kid's name? Uh, LaBeouf. I want to say Francis McDormand, but that's not it. <laughs> no. No. Uh, LaBeouf. <laughs> I'm an actor. Wow, that was good. Yeah. This is almost this is like Saturdays. We just had an encounter with it. <laughs> I know. I was like, wait, I, I don't have my dice ready. Hold on. But the reason someone at home right now is listening to this going, guys, really? Transformers? You're talking about this for all this time? I let me just say something. This this now helps you understand why when they dropped that little anime trailer for those skins, for the mecha skins, why Bo lost his cheese. Like yeah. you lost your mind in a good way. Yeah. And uh, more of that, please. That'd be great, Blizzard. Yeah. Let's do that. Let's, let's get rid of the Lunar New Year. Mm -hmm. Let's get rid of that. And let's do Cybertronian New Year uh, <laughs> and have new robots in disguise every year. All right. Thanks. Uh, I'm in. Bo lost his mind cheese. That's right, Daniel Day Newman. That's exactly what I said. <laughs> Doesn't make any I made sense. Sin with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't think too hard about it. All right. Uh, uh, we got a, uh, some interesting stuff here. The BlizzFat article. All right. Uh, well, someone tell me about this. What's going on or with wait, this? I think his name is Milk Fat. Actually. Is it Milk yeah, Fat? Why do we call I him wrote Blizz it wrong? Fat? I wrote, oh. just call him Blizz Fat. Don't eat too much of me. You get, get heart disease. <laughs> the new heart stone expansion coming out. Better not buy the whole thing. Uh, anyway, I bought that by the way. I'm such an idiot. I don't even play Hearthstone really. I don't think that's a bad investment. It's a good investment, dude. It's twenty extra packs for for nothing, the, compared to what it usually is, right? Like the yeah, price is no. good, except the only bummer is I have I have been playing more Hearthstone. I've also been playing Eternal and all these other card games for I don't know what reason because I'm not good at them, but I play them. And uh, Eternal's kind of cool because it's like Magic and Hearthstone did it in the back of a car and had a baby. That's kind of what it's like. It's weird. It's a little dirty. Anyway, the point is, what was my point? I don't know what my point was. Oh, the point is that you, <laughs> you just wanted to talk about card games. Yeah, too. I did just for a second. Um, yeah. Oh, I know what it was. I wanted to at least address this. This is totally off the wagon here a little bit. But in the world of MOBAs, World of Warcraft, or, or uh, Heroes of the Storm being one of them, uh, I'm not used to seeing things come like in Blizzard's case, it's like, oh, here are all our other games and IPs, and we're bringing them to bear on this new game here that is a MOBA game. Whereas, uh, in you know, in Riot's case, League is League. It's that's that's the thing, and uh, Dota Two for for Valve is their MOBA, and it doesn't draw from anything except for the original inspirations that all came from from Warcraft Three, and. Uh, and now Valve's putting out, really since Portal 2, wasn't that their last game? Which is insane if you think about that for a second. How not counting it? Dota. Yeah, I was going to say, I think Dota 2 is their last game. Uh, I guess that's true. What came first, Dota 2 or Portal? Hold on. 
portal. Depends how much you count against beta or whatever. It probably was in development during the release of Portal. Okay, yeah, portal... I think probably actual release date, Dota 2, but maybe you're right if you're counting alpha and beta and all that. Maybe it was around before Portal 2, but yeah, you're you're right. Uh, the actual outside of beta full release was 2013, uh, July of 2013 for Dota 2, and for Portal 2, it was 2011. But a game that isn't Dota. It's been since 2011 for them because they just spend all day printing money in, in their money printer called Steam. And that's great. And, and oh, we lose John. And I heard, I think you said Manuel. Yeah, you went. <laughs> oh, is he back? John, are you there? Back. Okay. Right. <laughs> I must have moved too much and shocked my microphone out of existence. Are you, are you an Autobot or a Decepticon? You're not displaying your sigil very clearly. I don't know. He's a GoBot. He's one of those toasters. <laughs> GoBots are the worst. Oh, I don't want to be a GoBot. <laughs> no, you I, don't. I'm going to drop call. If I'm you don't want to. You don't want to GG uninstall. Yeah, it's a uh, GoBot <laughs> suck. Uh, anyway, but my whole point is uh, the next game they're making. So we finally have news of that is an offshoot of Dota. The creator of Magic: The Gathering, hired by Blizzard, goes in there, and they're making a basically a Hearthstone competitor. Some may say killer. Uh, I don't know. The idea that the card game is based on Dota is crazy uh, to me. Over at Riot, they have stuff that's, uh, I think, just the board game, but maybe there's more in the works that are offshoots of League. Um, actually, I don't know the answer to that for sure. But do you think we ever get... Could, could Heroes of the Storm ever be the basis for another offshoot? Do you know what I mean? Like, could we have... Um, oh. I, I don't know what that would be. Like... It's almost like it's almost like Hearthstone could have been that. That that could have been Hearthstone. Hearthstone could have been all the IPs in a big mixed bag of Blizzard cards, right? Yeah. But do and we people, ever see people, something like Heroes of the Storm Brawl and it's like Super Smash Brothers with Blizzard characters? Yeah. Yeah, like that. Like another genre, but 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 Heroes is the backbone of it, is the brand of it. That could be interesting. I don't I'm not saying it'll happen, but Oh, you mean like Heroes of the Storm Tekken or something like that? Not well, Tekken, but or you know whatever, what? whatever the genre is. <laughs> the Street Storm, and it's like Street Fighter, but it's Heroes of the Storm. Well, I mean, what if it was like a turn-based strategy game that isn't a card game, but something else like <laughs> BlizzCom? <laughs> Enemy unknown. <laughs> yeah, BlizzCom. Well, that's like not that. bad. BlizzCom and BlizzCon. That yeah. actually kind of works. Yeah, yeah, it's not bad. The problem is then you're just rolling the same characters. I mean, it may as well just be its own thing that's called something else that just uses all the Blizzard IPs. Yeah, I, I don't. I'm not saying put their unique spin on it. Yeah. yeah, I don't think they painted themselves in a corner or anything, but it is interesting to see. Uh, I, I'm anxious to see how that thing does, um, and if Hearthstone can maintain the crown, um, they they should be able to. John, artifact. Yeah, yeah, artifact. John made a pretty good point about you know this is the reverse position that that Blizzard found themselves in when Dota two hit uh is they were you know they were late to the party and valve was also late but not so late that they couldn't be the second choice and in this case blizzard is well ahead of everyone else and all the other pretenders have come and gone or they may be hanging on but they're they're not hearthstone numbers could could this one be it and if it is what's the precedent for do you make more dota themed games meaning is that world expansive enough that you could you know keep growing that i don't know i don't know I think if I think if Blizzard gets its hooks into something, good luck prying it away. I think Heroes of the Storm is 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 
not that because like valve ran team fortress 2 right that yeah. was a you know counter-strike i still do i know people are playing counter-strike they're playing team fortress 2 probably a small contingent they're probably all playing overwatch and liking it better well counter-strike huge yeah. they there there are lots and lots of people playing it is but maybe it's not quite as comparable because i don't think the game modes are quite the same yeah that's true like it's, i mean if i was to like guess could, i'm guessing team fortress 2 uh overall is low lower than it's ever been I'll bet CS:GO is doing okay. The esports side of that's pretty strong. I bet that's doing fine. Yeah. I'll bet over, but I'll, I'll bet Overwatch is still sort of like team shooter wise. Overwatch has probably got the got the ring right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just if if they get a firm grip on something, good luck ripping it out of them. There's still RTS masters. Like who's like people are making RTSs, but what RTS has the pedigree of StarCraft or the much rumored new Warcraft? that people keep asking for or maybe it's some new kind of craft i don't know well we so know let me that. ask you guys if they were to turn heroes of the storm into a brand <laughs> and branch out into another type of genre which type of game would you like to see it be um man because i can go first i i want this in any form that i can get it <laughs> i know what it's gonna I be. Want, go ahead i want a XCOM style blizzard game yeah like i i wanted it starcraft makes sense yeah still overwatch does. makes sense because i think of XCOM, but like with overwatch character powers and stuff like that and that sounds rad yeah you could literally put your overwatch character into overwatch mode before the end of his turn that's right Mm. I think that every single time I hit Overwatch in those XCOM games. Sure. I, I gotta say that I'm just trying to think of its strengths though. And like XCOM was a brutal game, and Blizzard makes challenging games, but they don't make brutally punishing games. Yeah. I don't think we I don't think Blizzard's a company or I want a brutally punishing game. No. I'll get some sort of way out or something like that. I I I mean, I'm sure they do it well. I just, I don't know. Hey, Turn-based strategy. My dreams, man. I kind of agree. Yeah. Now, if they were, it to... would be a good game. I just don't think it'd be XCOM. I guess. Put put it on mobile because they're they're big on mobile right now. They got secret teams oh, working on no. multiple mobile projects. I know, I know. No, Scott. I know. You both have taken my wonderful idea. <laughs> Bo just shot it down, and now yeah. you're going to put it on the one platform I hate. Well, listen. About. Here's the thing. They're already there working yeah. on like three projects no one knows about in the mobile space and one of them is rumored to be a major rts-ish thing we don't know what it is but we gotta go where they go it's, it's blizzard man we gotta see what they're doing over there right gonna... i will find it very easy to not play a blizzard mobile game <laughs> just like i find it very easy to not play any mobile game you're you're weird i think you're a little bit weird i think i think there there are things there are things to that format that I, I I enjoy. Doesn't make me. I mean, I'm I am in the blood PC and lately Switch guy, like in a big way. But I don't know. There's stuff there. There's unique yeah, experiences. It's, it's, there. A pla it's an important platform. <laughs> it's a like, huge platform. It is the it's it is the most important platform right now, whether we like it or not. We may yeah, hate that. Yeah. But it look, is I huge. will acknowledge that. I'm just saying I'm gonna be old man. Uh, yells at cloud about it and be like i don't like playing games on my mobile device I, I like i love playing on 3ds i'm sure if i had a switch i'd like the mobile mode of switch yeah but when it comes to like hey i'm gonna take out my cell phone and kill my battery in 10 seconds playing this stupid game no i hate it i cannot stand it <laughs> dude hearthstone's really good on an ipad pro just saying 
I have played it on an iPad Pro. Hearthstone is like the one game when I was doing those dungeon runs, I did play a good chunk of that on mobile. And I'm just and saying like, it's possible I, they'll they will have such a good grip on that that platform that whatever's next could be great. I don't know. Sometimes don't your know. body has to do things and you want to do a dungeon run in Hearthstone. Sometimes these two things run simultaneously. I understand. Toilet time. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh anyway, yeah. back to uh, this article from Blizzfat. Oh, sorry, Bo. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Let's let's move on. Let's, let's talk, talk about Blizzfat. <laughs> we have milk fatted that topic. Uh well, <laughs> they are saying they're very happy with improvements to mid season brawl uh this year over last. So did they did they detail why that is like what is it about the improvement? Uh, well, the, the the mid-season brawl, like the actual event. Oh, the itself. actual they event go, they thought went well. Okay. Yeah, like so we just we just had the mid-season brawl, and um, remember last year we were kind of saying like there was no crowd. It's kind of so this year there's a crowd. Um, he talked a lot about um, NA and EU was a little imbalanced in terms of its compete level, and so it was better this yeah, year, just yeah. the way that they had organized it and sure. the production behind it was felt better so overall they're happy with the product it's not so much that people wrote comment cards and that they know but just that they looked at their own work and were you know proud of the improvements they did they did say that viewership was a little lower than expected but they believe that is due to PUBG and fortnite stuff which i have to think and they also made reference to all of esports are dealing with that um everybody got moved to peg or more because of the popularity of those games and right now Fortnite in in particular is destroying everybody in terms of viewership on Twitch um knocking you know PUBG to like 5th or 6th which is nuts if you if you think about where they were at one point to see League of Legends not in the top 3 for big swaths of time because of these two games like it's kind of crazy and um, they, I, I, I guess they felt the they felt the bite of that as well. I mean, what are you going to yeah. do? They're hugely popular. It's a giant thing. When when the when the collect when the collective when the hive mind moves to something big and new, I, this is such a new problem. Like this wasn't a problem when you know Blizzard was making StarCraft One or working on Diablo Two. Like this isn't a problem then. Now it's a problem. It's a problem for everybody. Yeah. And I mean, we're at like what thirteen years of Warcraft, a World of Warcraft, or something like that. And you think whatever, about yeah. how long people have stuck with that game and played that game, and there's this new trend in gaming, which is this flash in the pan. And I'm not saying Fortnite's going anywhere necessarily, but what I am saying is that early last year, all we were talking about was PUBG. Yeah. And by the end of the year, all we're talking about is Fortnite. Like there's this new trend of jump on, burn it up real quick. It becomes the most popular thing in forever. And then on to the next thing that is this amazing flash in the pan thing. And I, I'm curious what that does to gaming overall. Yeah. Yeah. I I I think it's a little longer than a flash in the pan because the game mode has been around for a while. Right, like PUBG is not the first of its kind. No, no, no. Through several iterations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is we're just talking about DayZ basically. Yeah. It's just I think probably Fortnite. I think they got really lucky. I think it's almost like we could we could title this. There's parallels to the like our Heroes of the Storm plight. Yeah, you know where League League and the other games are around and Heroes launches with the hopes to be Fortnite. Mm-hmm. They took the StarCraft engine and modded it for MOBA play, which is like Fortnite took whatever it was they were doing. And I tried the beta, and I'm it's just shooting at zombies and tower defense. I guess. Yeah. Um, 
like I don't know how far I don't know if they just flipped a switch on and made the mode or if they were thinking about this for years but like they just came out of, they pretty much came out of nowhere well the talk the, the talk mode. that i've heard is and and some of this was semi-insider but not someone who actually works there but they scrambled to make that mode because they saw the writing on the wall that okay. this was going to be a so, hot new thing and if we're going to salvage the six years we put into Fortnite, and no one cares about tower defense and zombie defense anymore we are this is a problem it's kind of like making a MOBA and then, or an MMO and finding out five years into a development that everything's gone free to play and everything you've built depends on a subscription. It's like that yeah. kind of. And it's got a launch yesterday to take it. Right. And it has to be free. Like that was the big thing. It has to be free. And uh, I think right time, right place. Also, that game's pretty polished. Like it's, it, it's not everyone's favorite style or something. It's a little cartoony and stylized, but it's really, really put together pretty well. And to have that also be free and have all the popular streamers playing it and having that building aspect. I mean, there's lots of reasons why. But I mean, there's a, lo- there's a lot of reasons why what they built would have taken a lot longer to adapt to that game mode. What I'm saying is like, they're also lucky that, or maybe they're not lucky. It is epic. They are first person, you know, they right. have their engine. They like, they're the people who know how that thing works the best. Sure. Have tons of resources, but they acted fast. Yeah. That means they had the right pieces in place mm-hmm. anyways. Like if they're making Tekken, they can't do it, right? They're like, <laughs> they're like everyone can work twenty four hours a day. It's still not going to be PUBG, right? You know, like a hundred high hachis <laughs> land on an island. <laughs> well, in a in a way, oh, don't even tempt me. That's a great idea. That's why I always want. I want. <laughs> I want my. This is why I want my junk rat. A hundred junk rats fall into Overwatch, and only one survives. Is so much fun sounding to me, but, but, but you know, it's like you just grab the genre and catch it early. And there'll be other pretenders to the crown, and they may even overtake it. I don't know, but it's the in the MOBA space. You know, the only thing Blizzard didn't do was they didn't pivot fast enough. But in some ways, they did. Like you said, they took the StarCraft II engine, they quickly retrofitted it, and they got that thing to market pretty damn fast once they made a decision on what they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Video games are weird, and because everything is so tied to like viewership on Twitch now, and and streaming services, and YouTube, and everything else. It's just, it sways everything. Like everybody has to react to this new monster that is this wave of people who love this weird mustachioed sunglasses wearing psycho streamer they follow. And they're like, oh, what's he doing? Oh, he's playing duck game. And suddenly duck game sells through the roof and everyone plays duck game for the rest of their lives. Like, it's just a weird thing. Psycho streamer. (laughs) I like psycho streamer. I can't think of I, I can't think of a name true, of anyone. So, but you know what I mean. Uh, you're talking about uh, Doctor, not Doctor. I want to call him Doctor Mustache, but it's you're a, talking about Doctor Doctor Disrespect. No, yeah. I don't know. I've never even seen his stream. I, 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 I'm amalgamating everybody into one big ball, which is like this cult of personality thing. They yeah. do it, their viewers do it. They do it, their viewers do it. It's like, and that's fine. That's the business. That's where we're at. Um. You know, I mean, hell, we do a show here and someone comes from my morning show, never played a video game in their life. And they're like, what's this Heroes of the Storm they're talking about? And they may play it. It's not that different than that. It's just a scale thing, right? So if you've got 50,000 simultaneous viewers, you're going to sell a shit ton of duck game if if he's playing it that night. It's just the way it is. And so game companies have to look at this and just go, oh, my gosh, what are we doing? And like this, this must be the weirdest wrinkle for them. Like Morheim must be just wake up at night going, oh. And his wife's like, what's the matter, Mike? What's the matter? Uh, it's just a Twitch that's going to eat us. They're going to eat us. You know? I don't know. 
It I, is I love this role play. It's great. <laughs> there was a there was a point where streamers played what was popular, and now we're at a point where streamers make what's popular. Yeah. Yeah. And games live and die on whether or not streamers adapt to them. And you've seen whole genres of games that I would argue, and you can argue against me, exist purely to try to convince streamers to play them. I uh, still guarantee. think there are streamers. There's still streamers playing Fortnite who would rather not play it. But I think they, there was an article have, I read that yeah. someone they, they got like 100,000 subscribers once they posted three videos of Fortnite. Yeah, no, like, no. go go do a let's play of Fortnite, Scott, and see like how many tens of thousands. No, no it's ridiculous how many people watch that stuff. But yeah. but John, I think is totally right. There are games made. I'm not saying Fortnite are the games. I think those are mainstream and can be playable for whatever. If you're a shooter fan, you're going to enjoy yourself. But if uh, they they make a game where it's like, all right, what if it was uh, a piece of toast that had a test? <laughs> that was exactly the game if, I was thinking yeah, of. Yeah. What if the toast had a penis? and oh, uh, not or whatever right like i got a game code from somebody called um hold on i gotta share this with you somebody sent me a code this is pretty funny uh, i wish i had a handy here okay here it is i do have it. <laughs> all right i got a game called or did i already deny it i may have told him i didn't want it uh we're what about to find what out is, what does that mean in, in utah what <laughs> <laughs> what 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 does what mean what did i miss what <laughs> you said i wish i had a handy oh <laughs> no i meant i wish i, w- I had it handy had it oh, handy. Had it handy. Yeah, Sorry. yeah yeah okay. so i, I thought a- maybe it was just a canadian thing you guys didn't seem to react to it i think i lost it but it was like a game about poop or something uh oh. it's like a let's see oh here it is it's called not without my poop then I got another one called, I got one called Hide and Seek Poop Hat. <laughs> These games are being made so that somebody will go, oh, it's funny. I'm going to put it up and 50 million of my people are going to see it. And and that's your quick flash in the pan sales. I'm, I totally agree with John. That's exactly what a lot of this stuff is. And I probably got, I don't know, 80 keys here that I'm never going to play that are all like this. It's stuff like try to control a peanut as it falls out of the colon of Zeus. Uh, <laughs> I made that part. Yeah, up, you're right. I'll, actually, now that I say it, I would, I'd play a game about a peanut that goes through Zeus's colon. Yeah, you kind of had me at Zeus's peanut. I've sold you on it. Yeah. Uh, back to this. They are focusing efforts to gain viewers from the player base that plays Heroes of the Storm but doesn't watch it. For example, the Heroes site and HGC site uh, and merging unspecific about this, by the way. Uh, they want to merge that stuff so that when you look at Malfurion's hero page, you see the top Malfurion players, their stats, stats, map picks, and etc. Now, I'm going to say that is not only a great idea, but it was a goof in the first place to try to create the separation. I don't know why they ever did that. I think they thought they were catering to hardcores. I think that was a mistake. I think a smart, integrated character portal on this on the site and game information portal and stats and everything kind of all being together instead of saying well here's heroes of the storm it isn't thrall cool but over here's the sports part like they should have just had a big happy middle combined thing it sounds like maybe that's what they're gonna do no yeah the game is the sport right right yeah yeah i just i never understood that separation it's weird to me like why why do i actually think this is a mistake for overwatch they're just making so much money they don't care right now but I don't understand why there's this need to go, here's our game, and here's how you play it. Welcome, you know, mother with too much time during the day. Like, they're being way handholdy. 
Yeah. No offense, mothers who are home during the day. But then you do that, and then you go right over to this. Come on over and play the esports side, yo. Not good enough? Uh, get good. Right? I may, right. Have, I may have made all that. was good. That up. <laughs> I look, I told, John, I told John before the show I'm feeling a little hyper, and it's going to come out in weird ways, and I apologize. No, it's it's continue, please. I approve of air guitar. Great. So this is all happening. Get get used to it. Uh, Also, Heroes has a big announcement at PAX. It could shape up to be a pretty important event. Uh, They're expecting to announce a hero March nineteenth, twenty eighteen. So so wait, I I put that in as a side note, but I realized I ordered it. There will be an announcement for the next hero on March nineteenth. PAX East is actually April. Fifth. Oh, I thought they were event. Oh, you're right. I, oh, oopsies. But no, uh, it's okay. Me... But I thought they were saving <laughs> it till the till the event to there do right. the announcement. Well, there might be another announcement because it says the introduction of one of the most unlikely heroes. Now that could mean they've already announced it and they're introducing it further. So right. next week we find out Deckard Kane's coming, and then they go into detail about what that means. Oh man, at the event. The fact and that the fact that you don't I have you don't have Deckard Kane at BlizzCon going stay a while and in the middle of that crowd, such a missed opportunity, dude. Well, okay. Plus, we know that a StarCraft hero is coming up, so I would expect March nineteenth they announce a StarCraft hero, April fifth, Deckard. Oh, that's Kane. right. Yeah, I'd expect that. So who's because I th- the way the dates are, I don't think we're going to hear about a second hero at PAX, although we might. Yeah. We hear about it. It's not out yet. That lines yeah. up. That's what I mean. Like it gets announced on the nineteenth and we get more details on the fifth. Hmm. I think March nineteenth they announce the next hero, StarCraft mm-hmm. hero. Well, yeah. let me pull up a calendar. Which by we'll the way is in four, four or five so days Mar- is all by the way. March nineteenth, they announce it probably on PTR that day or the twentieth. Then they the hero would come out the twenty seventh. Yeah. Then fast forward to PAX, that is really soon, but that could just be we're announcing Deckard Kane. then he's on the PTR around the 10th, and then released on the 17th. That's three okay. weeks. Or, I mean, they could announce him there, but have a long wait for it, just because it's yeah. PAX and they have to fit it at the event. I mean, that yeah, could happen. That's true. Yeah. Like, yeah. they did that with Probius. So, mm. um, uh, the reason I think it might be Deckard then. So, StarCraft Hero next week, Deckard is... Just the way that it was like, be the first to learn how the lore of Heroes of the Storm will add to the larger Blizzard universe. And I had a thought that since Deckard's special ability is reading books, (laughs) that like he might actually have died in new spoiler alert, he dies in Diablo 3 to um, a butterfly. Yeah. And um, so he ends up in the Nexus, and he's the Nexus, the focal point to connect all the lore together. Like, he's the one that would get all the... Like, he did an actual uh, sanctuary. Get all of the people in there and give them... Identify their Nexus items and tell them story. And maybe he's also a playable hero, but lore-wise, he's no longer the Diablo thing. He's the Blizzard. Yeah, And he really is. He is the Blizzard old man of storytelling. (laughs) He kind of is, yeah. I mean, there's a few of those in the Warcraft world, but... But I, I don't disagree. I mean, it's a chance to maybe push both things at the same time. It may not. I mean, he's still just going to be a character. It's not like gonna be. there should be some sort of... Well, I don't know. Like, this sounds like the fulfillment of the promise they gave at BlizzCon, which is, yo, we're going to get way more into the world of heroes 
the lore of Heroes of the Storm. Like, it isn't just a collecting plate for all these other games. We're going to do more here, which may even go to my earlier point about what Dota's doing now by branching out and creating its own world and everything. So who knows? I'm very excited about that, but whether or not Deckard Kane takes a central role in that is a very interesting proposition. Yeah, we I, should I, be clear. We don't know. We have no him. idea. Yeah. But oh my just, god, if we knew it was him, we said it would be in so much trouble. Oh, we'd be huge uh, trouble. But, uh, but the the <laughs> phrasing of the introduction of one of the most unlikely heroes from Blizzard's history to join the Nexus yet, I think of who is the most unlikely to be in the battlefield going up against the likes of these characters, and it's a hundred percent Deckard Kane. Yeah, but the uh, the unlikely part because I can kind of read deep into that too, and I can mean unlikely like one you're not thinking of. Deckard is a likely hero. So as rock and roll racing and Blackthorn, they're all all likely <laughs> heroes. I think unlikely hero can mean one of two things: that it's a a humble dude like Egon or some, some like other crappy character you don't think about that they're going to make awesome. Sure. Or it's a brand new creation. Because well, they're coming up with lore, mm, why not create a Serendipithar? Well, we says from Blizzard's history. Well, we've talked about doing that uh, though. It does it? Does, oh, it does. Damn it! Wow. Maybe it's just Metzen in like shorts and stuff. <laughs> it's literally <laughs> Chris Metzen. That'd yeah. be so good. Yeah, that'd be that'd be all right. Like his his cool statue they made of him holding the the baby Winston's hand. It'd be like that that looking mm-hmm. Metzen. Yeah. Totally ready for polygonal treatment. He should be Heroes of the Storm's Shang Tsung, and he just transforms into all the characters he voices. Yeah, I like this. Everywhere, everything we're saying here is going to happen. I feel it. By the way, it's really throwing me now to talk about Deckard Kane or Blade Runner, and that Deckard for for that matter. I have a cat now named Deckard, and it's really screwing me up. Why have I done this? I have two animals in this house named after (laughs) Blizzard characters. It's so stupid. So you, we, I, I can't even talk about Rainer in Heroes of the Storm or in StarCraft without thinking of my damn dog. And same now with Deckard the cat. It's, uh, it's Deckard's a good name, but are you ever just disappointed that you don't go, how are you today, Deckard? And he goes, I'm fine. Thank you. Thank you. I'll, I'll identify your items. Yeah, I'll, yeah but- I'll identify that shit I left on your pillow for free. <laughs> it's a magical <laughs> shit of you. Let me sleep in. I ate beef, but yet still have fish breath, he'd say. But That's you quite could, you- a treasure I've left you in the litter box <laughs> from the bowels of Diablo. <laughs> <laughs> sorry Bo. what you were saying I was gonna, yeah i was uh, yeah, i got upstaged by john it was really there. good i'm sorry it was really it's good. okay you keep on you, you do you i was just gonna say you at least you could say to the cat to tell it to stay a while and listen and listen for petting yeah and by the way stay a while deckard listen he wrestled petting you i don't know if you guys can see this my hands look how gross Holy they are sh- that's from cat wrestling just like a little belly work and there's and they start grabbing my hands and then before you know it I'm all scared up. Nash Maggard. <laughs> totally, dude. It's like my character on our uh, other show you guys should listen to on the weekends. We'll get to that in a minute if you'd like to hear about it. Um, all right. So we'll see. Uh, we'll find out. That's coming up soon. I am excited to hear about what's happening on the 19th, whatever that is. So uh, Phoenix, uh, Deckard, Kane, whoever. Bring it on. Uh, Gwell's Heroes. You ever heard of that? I have. It's a Twitter account, mainly. <laughs> um. <laughs> Do they do a bunch of cool like? Um, well, it's, it's a it's a guy. It's and a he guy. Does, he's been doing the surveys for years now. He surveys yeah. 
uh, the the hero. He's like that's his thing. One of his things is to survey the hero player base monthly or quarterly. It seems like monthly. He did one for March. Yeah. And every now and then we talk about it on the show because he's doing this. some people out there just do these great projects and ask for nothing in return. Yeah, I and, love it. I wish that guy. I don't know. We should do something for him, but um, he's done this before. We referred to them on the show before. It's yeah. also very graphical. His results are put together in a big infographic that that is uh, reminiscent of even things I've seen Blizzard do before uh, when they have big events coming up or anniversaries to celebrate. And there's some interesting stuff in these statistics, and it's all sorts of things. So I, I recommend checking it out generally so you can kind of see what the whole schmear is. But here's a couple of the big points. Um, of the recent events, game modes, two most favorable reviewed were Escape from Braxis and Heroes Mechastorm. Uh, lunar rocket racing was the lowest of all of those i liked it for what it was it wasn't supposed to be great it was dumb fun yeah I, you, you could yeah. you could like any of it it was just in the aggregate of the three or four thousand respondents <laughs> for for me to play um that okay i don't mind that i played it once but i never want to play that again oh <laughs> yeah i only played it once too you never want to play that again dude it's bad I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying it wasn't it worth it, time. and it was worth it. It was a fun little offshoot. It was like, ah, okay, that's great. Back to the real game. Yeah. Because no one's playing that more than once, and if they do, they're just doing it for the loot box. That's like, the trouble I have with the Brawl mode and like, all the Blizzard games is sometimes I'm super into it, but most of the time I'm, I'm very meh on it. Yeah. I did Personal. another, by the way, I did another dungeon run today in Heroes of the Storm during lunch. or in Dungeon uh, runs are awesome. Sorry, in Hearthstone. Yeah, it, it, they're awesome minus one really key thing. Okay. You don't get shit for doing it. You get nothing. Yeah. Other than time spent and whatever thrill you got out of playing it, and that's fine. But in the Blizzard pantheon of games, or in video games in general, not having any kind of thing to win by getting far is silly. And there are even other card games out there that do that that have a similar AI bladder. And when you when you fall out of it, either lose or win, or either way, you get something. You get some gold, you get some cards, you get something. And I can't stand that that mode doesn't have you get something. I hope that new Monster Hunter thing in their new one. It bums you, me uh, out a little bit just because they make a big deal of, oh, you got the treasure. And you're like, sweet, I got the treasure. But it turns out the treasure isn't anything. It's nothing. There's no treasure. There's no treasure. There's nothing. And, and, and again, it's a brilliant mode. It's so much fun. But I need something on the end of it. You just got to give me something, man. You're Blizzard, okay? That's what you do. You You excel at this. Even if it's just, I don't know, anything at this point. I don't know what it would be. Give me portraits and heroes. <laughs> yeah. Like that's something. A good call there. Something. You do get a card back if you beat them all. That's true. You get a card back. There's so many card backs, though. And you never really see your own card back. It's just. No, that's another weird thing. I almost wish the enemy card backs were what you could change because you never really do see your own card back. Yeah. Because when I see an enemy's card back, I'm like, oh, well, all right. You got that one. That's cool. And then I think, oh, I wish I knew what mine looked like. I think there's a slowly spinning Nexus symbol on it because I still <laughs> use the Heroes one. But I don't know because I can't see it. I barely, Once in a while, a card will pop up and I'll go, oh, I kind of saw it for a second. It's dumb. You know you know when you can see it is when you open packs. So just spend money and then That's you get true. this. That's a good point. Those are very satisfying. Don't flip the cards. Just open them up and go. Ah, well, actually, that's open. not true because they don't show your card back in the pack openings. They show whatever expansion you're opening. So, no, that's the pack. But when you oh, after you open them and rip them open, they float. If you don't click them, they'll just float with the card backs there. Yeah, with that the ones will you show picked. Your card back. Oh, I thought they showed. 
the one for that expansion, the card back for that expansion. No. Oh, well, maybe I'm dumb no. then. I might be dumb. No, I don't think so. We just probably don't play that much. Uh, yeah, I've been playing a lot more oh, though. Like I said, I pre-ordered that thing. Hmm. Why I don't know. I could have bought two skins and heroes for that money. Eh. <laughs> Let's not talk about it. Uh, <laughs> that's not true. I got I got those two skins for what thirty four. With the, with you the get bundle? more to the two skins with the bundle. Yeah, what did I get? Bun, I got whatever. It was thirty nine bucks. I paid for seventy car, seventy packs. I paid forty nine for for this, and I have to wait till April to open oh, it. Oh, you bought the big like I did, big boy. No, because well, they're giving you twenty extra packs on top of what you would normally get for that price. So for forty nine, yeah. instead of the usual fifty packs, you get seventy this time. They it's got good, him with value, Bo. Yeah, they got him with value. Oh, ow. this deal is worth a lot more because there's value. You get. Two packs for a price of one. <laughs> you know, the typical voice of a value, a person who's looking for value is what Bo's doing right then, that voice. Uh-huh. I liked it. It was good. Uh, anyway, so uh, what's the point? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that. Uh, camera height and level 10 slash 20 callouts voted best gameplay changes. Uh, lowest reviewed was the removal of the third tower per fort or keep. This one surprised me. Did people really like that third tower that much? I don't know. I I, I think people don't like getting dove on. Oh. So I think I think it solved. There was an issue with it not have not you not having enough space to escape that they talked about. That's why they removed it. When you're getting dove on, it's there's this awkward choke point that the tower creates for you to get through and and do stuff. So like it was cre- done to create new space. They increase the damage to the actual fort or keep to compensate yeah. um, for this change. The issue with towers and keeps is, is you it's really easy to not feel safe at all under them. And I don't think it's a tune up the damage issue. I think it's like put a couple more turrets on there. <laughs> Let everyone feel the pain if they decide to dive you without a minion wave. Um, yeah, because like the forts go down so quick, especially with specialists in this game. Yeah. We can afford to slow the games down a little bit. Like all my games end below twenty minutes. What do they do now? They can't just they put them back in, then they take a ton of heat for doing that. Like, what do you do? Do you think? What do you do now? Just well, I mean, I, I if it was just me and I wanted it my way, I just put extra turrets on the forts and keeps and make them shoot simultaneously. Oh, I love it! Yeah. Extra yeah. turrets, I love that. <laughs> or, or I got a good idea. That you got your healing things just sitting there. What should happen is if you get in range. A little, a little thing pops out of it with like a little double barrel on it, and it becomes like the another turret. You can't just take down the health things. You gotta the the healing pools. You gotta like get shot by them. Oh yeah, you can get in it. Like you know, in Gears of War, when you get a big gun, yeah, 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 yeah. That's like there's there's one of those. So you're just like you're gonna dive me. Oh yeah, you just shoot like crazy. Well, I know, That's what you need. I know I'm where I'm marking this. I, whatever episode, they call but... those things, I don't know. I just know it by the sounds of me. <laughs> well, a turret. It was good. I liked it. Yeah. Um, let's see. What else? Community surveyed is overwhelmingly in favor of adding third ban to drafts and changing the role system. But let's talk about that drafts thing first. Two bans currently. Third ban. Do we have another example of this happening in a MOBA? Does someone else do third bans? Yeah, there's been three bans in League for as long as I played it. Okay. Which, you know, it's not since the early stages, but three bans I think is fairly common. Doesn't especially Dota in a game. have like 80 bans? Yeah. yeah I, like I, don't, I don't understand how Dota works really, so I don't talk about it. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> 
Well, okay, but oh, let's take the league example. Is it what's the benefit? Just that you can still ban oh. out trouble characters or whatever? League League has five bans now. Really? Yeah. Five how long does it take in draft how long's draft mode? I don't know. As long as a game of heroes, which is short <laughs> compared to how long a game of League is. Yeah, that's a good point. Okay, uh, I think that this is a thing that will get added, but it comes with having more characters. Like that's why you do it. So I think the reason people are starting to to flock to it is we're getting to the point where we feel like there are some characters that drastically change the way you have to play against them. Kind of like and this is a weird example, but like. The thing we used to complain about Nova, there's a counter to Nova, but people would just rather not play against her. There's a couple of heroes where you just would rather not deal with them. And so when you figure that bans are going to go to the characters that are considered OP at the moment, and then you have to also save bans for characters that might fall into a cheese strat, and then you save bans for a character that is like Genji, who's just going to be able to annoy the crap out of you. Um, people now are let, having to make the concession of letting something through they don't actually want to let through. Yeah. And so I think that's where the pressure for third ban comes in. Hmm. I'm interested to see how that goes. Yeah. On a higher scale, the banning system works for competitive, like, like your target. Because you, like, if you're a professional player, you don't play all the heroes. You don't bring the entire hero pool to your competitive play. No. You practice with your, your group, and you have a set amount. Some people have small pools as three, or maybe even less, but they have like three or four, and some have higher, you know, 10 or 12 that they can play. And it's and so when for strategy purposes, if you're trying to target a weak link on their team, you might focus on banning out tanks. If their tank player plays three tanks and you know you can get them on, you can pick one and you can get them on a bad tank. Like there's there's a consideration of way strategy works for higher level competitive play. It's kind of nonsense for cat. Like if, even if I go into Hero League, like I like the ban system because if my Ev release is broken, we have a way to get rid of her. That's what the ban is for more casual competitive play for is just annoying sh- stuff. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so like, because I'm, I'm just like, I don't mind the idea of a third band, but now that Leak has five bands. So if you have 250 heroes and Heroes of the Storm, yeah. are we doing 20 bands? Like, <laughs> like, at what point do you just be like, oh, I'll just play whatever? Like, you know, so. Well, how many but, characters does Leak have right now? Do I don't we... know. They've got to have a good clip, though. It's got to be. They're le- over 100 for sure. Yeah. Are, are they, I mean, I don't know where Heroes is in terms of total characters compared to the other two i assume there were more in league given how many years it's been around so heroes has a a way um a way uh higher release rate than they do because i think league is like four a year yeah um yeah so they're at 134 champions and we're in we've caught up quite a bit in two years yeah yeah that's the goal right is to try to do that so i think we see additional ban maybe as the pool gets bigger, but also I'll bet Blizzard's not in that big a hurry to try to figure out how to make the game seem longer to players who come here for the more streamlined experience, you know? It is true, and that is the part that, to me, is the hardest to watch during HGC, is the the ban. Like, the whole draft phase is gets a bit long in the tooth. Yeah, so imagine that with five. Like, I yeah, Actually, when I, when I watch the VODs, I pretty much skip the bands most of the time yeah in yeah. fact i would i would argue people like the banning too much i, th- I think there's a, an audience for it but i'd argue that in a live broadcast yeah if they could give me like the sped up version 
<laughs> like a commercial break. Oh, we can't get back. Here's how the band goes. And it's ching, 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 ching. And you just see the replay of it real quick. Because it, it's it's old now. And it's not just heroes. It's like League and everything. Hearing casters try to fill time for 40 minutes while, you know, it was like, I don't know. Are they going to pick Rhaegar? Are they going to pick Tassadar? Da, yeah. da, da, da. And it's like, it's interesting the first while. And then it, it's old. It's like, oh, they picked. I can't believe they picked the freaking mur- murky. Rah! And that's go old after about the first time. <laughs> yeah. Well, and most most tournaments and most MOBA games, it's not just heroes. There's some interesting picks, but for the most part, it's the same 5% of heroes getting picked, too. It's like, what are they going to pick? Yeah. I don't know. Same yeah. thing they picked the last game. Yeah, that's a good so, point. Yeah. That's a good point. I don't think they're Uh-oh. in any rush to have more than two, is what I'm getting at. They're not going to hurry with that if they do it at all. Uh, did, uh, I, did I cut out there? No. You're no. Here. We, heard, we heard everything okay. you said. Oh, good. Except okay. the part where uh, <laughs> I can't think of anything good to make up. <laughs> uh let's see what else the community is also oh no i said that uh rainer and chen are the most requested for a rework so two button terry and uh drunk man so they need work i guess uh oh i know you're still a big fan of chen but it was sad to see him so voted down on there but i i had a really a really great chen experience last week i was playing with tvk and another player oh i'm sorry i, had a, I, was, <laughs> I, I was just like i'm gonna take chen just kidding, Ryan. I'm joking, buddy. You're great. Go ahead. Sorry. What? Oh, happy. Hey, by the way, fun. you had a baby. Brian had a little baby. Uh, congratulations. Happy baby to TBK. Congratulations, dude. Anyway. Sorry. Oh, that's good. So you still like the Chen. I like uh, him. Chen is great. I love Chen. Nothing wrong with Chen. Uh, the most uh, wanted heroes. These two don't shock me too much, although I still think Deckard Kane should be in this, but Imperius and Deathwing. Are the do are the two big ones? I'm totally on board with Imperius Deathwing. I don't know. Sure, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't, don't. I don't get the drive for Deathwing. Yeah. He's gonna feel grossly underpowered and tiny. <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's how you're gonna feel. There's no way you make the player base happy with Deathwing. No, well, he's got his man mode though, right? His man. Well, yeah, yeah, but nobody's gonna be happy with man mode. <laughs> no one's gonna like well, man Alex. Mode. Yeah, Al- everyone's fine with Alex Straza and woman mode. They cause... they are because she's buxom woman mode, but not really. Right. I think the real reason they're okay with it is because you don't really her appearances throughout the war, the lore of Warcraft, <laughs> the war lore of craft. Uh, is she she <laughs> yeah. often shows up in human form a lot like that's kind of her interface and so I feel like she translated pretty well Deathwing I don't even remember what he looks like when he's not in that form plus he was so big when he was banging around underground knocking all those towers out on in the barrens around that he had like 50 orcs working on him just little orc men making things on him there's no way he's going to be that big so mm. whatever they do they got to diminish that guy I don't know. I, th- I think they could make him into like this bruiser. Like I'd picture him as a warrior almost, not an assassin. Like he'd be a tough. Yeah. He'd have maybe the armor on. I, I think they could pull it off. I. Mm. You have a you have I faith in that. I'm curious how they do it. That would actually make people happy. I guess. That I mean, would be Alex Strasse makes people happy, and her stuff is very not epic. And I don't mean that in an insulting way. Just you know, it's. <laughs> She shoots a little jet of fire, and yeah, but, but then she turns into a dragon, and it's crazy town. The so. expectation of Deathwing is different than the expectation of Alex Straza. Okay, I'll take your word for it. Because when he, all I, I mean, know is I barely saw Deathwing in Cataclysm. Well, I I fought Deathwing down to the dead and got a cool. Oh bow. yeah, there was that part. Yeah, I ran across his back as a tiny little man, <laughs> and I fought pustules. Yeah, you pulled scabs off of him and stuff, which was great. <laughs> 
We all killed him by beating his chin to death. Yeah, and they did that really cool Brody moment that was basically uh, ripped right out of that movie. Um, what's the movie? Can't think straight. What's the movie? The movie Brody. Brody, oh, so Brody. I am, I am an FBI agent. What am I? <laughs> <coughs> what movie am I thinking? Point Break. It was like a Point Break yeah, uh, cutscene in the game uh, they had, which was really cool. And then, um, that. One of my it's one of my favorite uh, cinematics because it's just badass, and so my image of him is just that big metal chin all bolted on and those wingspan and him flying through, I don't know wherever the hell he threw where he flew past those dams that broke apart for the the um, the dwarven area stuff and like he's just he is a big mass of destruction in this game he would be a, a portly little dragon man, <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know. I'm more. I'm on the Imperius train, though. 100% Imperius all the way there. So bring Imperius to our to our life. And if you want to go find that image, it's super easy. It's out there. Just you know, look around the blogs and stuff, and you'll find it. And it's great. It's cool to see all that. Also, stuff. one last thing to point out about yeah. this: yeah. another stat that he puts on there is uh, how many answers he got compared to his previous, and it went up. So that's just fantastic. A fun little fact: he's getting more responses than the previous, and I think that's. An interesting item of note as well. He could, he should, I don't know, reach out and let people like us. I don't know. I, I feel like I didn't know about this until it was done, or I would have, this is something we could have retweeted the hell out of. I think it should get more exposure. It's super cool. And the bigger your sample rate, the more accurate, or at least the more, more confidence, confidence you have, have in these numbers. You know, know, what the temperature of everyone's feeling. Sure. 4,000 is a pretty yeah. good number, but I'd love if that was like, you know, 50,000 or something. Wait, anyway, was it four thousand? That's what's one of you guys just said that, didn't I hear? That? I said it, but now I'm like, I don't, don't want to say it wrong. I don't know what the total funny. votes were. We're both said it, but he's questioning. This <laughs> we're sticklers for accuracy here. <laughs> Question: Actually, it was five thousand one hundred thirty-three. All right, it's not bad. That's good. That's a healthy. That's a healthy amount of people checking Reddit while they're at work to find out all the good stuff about heroes. That's I agree. Yeah. Oh, is that where it happened? Is Reddit? When I'm at work, it's what I'm, I'm trying. That's my what I do at work too. <laughs> oh, all right. If if all I could do is play heroes, I'd never be on Reddit. I'd have a hard time doing the show. Yeah, there would be no Everyone Reddit. What's going on? Reddit is its own video game. Um, all right. Blizz Travis, let us know what player rank distribution targets are currently. It says they are close to these parameters. So, here's a breakdown by percentage of players: bronze seven percent, silver thirty-five, big chunk there. Another 35 at gold. Hi, John. You and I are in there. Hello. Platinum, 15%. Hi, Bo. That's pretty good, dude. Top 15? Well, not it top 15, be, but... It should be top 7%, but... <laughs> oh, <laughs> man, it's just not good enough for him. The, 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 the level, the Platinum 1 to Diamond 5 boss is a hard boss to fight. It is a... Yeah, it's a rough one. Uh, 15% in Platinum. Uh, the <clears throat> player base percentage in Diamond, 7 uh master one so uh i don't know if kyle's listening but well done kyle well he's not a master is he diamond i don't remember oh he he hit master a couple times I yeah think. I, think I think he's, he's currently b- master this season yeah so well done I just finished yeah top one percent he's like in the billionaires club is what that's like well done he controls all the heroes money yeah <laughs> yep <laughs> i was gonna say something i won't be like is that how that works i don't know the thing I was going to say would have got emails. Told. I'm not going to say it. 
Uh, should note these are the targets. Um, uh, actual numbers may vary or may vary a bit as the season goes on. For example, hardcore players tend to place earlier than more casual players, but roughly fall in line with that over time. So I was wondering about that. Cause like even, even with our team league stuff, we, we tend to give it a couple of weeks, let things calm down during the, uh, first part of a season. And, um, I'm sure a lot of people do that. And then some of the super hardcore try harder, you know, get there faster folks are there by day one. So there you go. All right. right. Um, yeah, so I, th- I just thought that was interesting because all you ever hear about is how the matchmaking system's kind of broken and stuff. But this, if they're close to hitting their target here, this seems like a good distribution. Yeah, it's it really good. Like, it seems I would look at that if this was my responsibility and say like, eh, this feels this feels right. Yeah, exactly. That way the exceptionals are getting highlighted. Uh, you don't feel exceptional if you're diamond and eighty percent of the people are in there. So this kind of works. I yep. think. Yep. Yep. Uh, all right, now we're going to move on to something where, let's see, uh, do I have a sound for this? Hold on. I did thought I, I, did thought I had one. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm going to play two clips. This is Because I used to have one that said, I really, really like Lily from Patrick Beja, but I don't have it here. So instead, I'm going to play three clips. This one? Massive wiener. I'm going to play really, really. Really, really. And then this. I'm not saying your literal penis. Okay. Literal penis. Uh, it's, good. it's a good introduction. <laughs> like this segment. Literal penis. Does it even mean figurative pen- penis? <laughs> I don't want to know what that even is. What is a figurative penis? Is that just somebody who's a jerk or something? I have an answer, but I'm not going to get it. All right, don't it. do it. Don't do it. Uh, bl- uh, sorry. So let's do it. Core concepts. That's right, everybody. going to talk about a hero that I like a lot. Today's my turn, or I'm going to take a turn. I sort of volunteered for this today. Um, now, keep in mind, as I talk about uh, everyone's favorite tiny uh, panda lady, girl, uh, speaking of Chen, her her niece, or his niece, uh, just keep in mind, this is the way I play her. I'm not, uh, you know, here to tell you that you're doing it wrong or doing it right or that I have all the answers. Certainly, I don't, okay? I'm one of the, again, I'm in gold. I don't, I don't venture out into the, the space where the top 15% of Bo Schwartz people play, okay? So uh, I'm just going to tell you kind of how I play her and why I think she's rad. Uh, Feel free to, you know, send in your emails and tell me why I'm wrong. Okay, it's Lily we're talking about. Uh, It's taking me forever to bring her up. There she is. Okay. So uh, she's had changes and stuff over time, blah, blah, blah. But she's always seemed like a pretty good pick in lots of arenas uh quick play you see her a lot you see her a lot in draft kind of modes and you see her sometimes on stage in professional games um some people think that she's an easy mode character where you just tap q and hit it as often as you can to heal people and you're just spamming it and to some degree i suppose you could argue that that's a little true with her i mean her her ability doesn't require or require you or healing ability doesn't require you to target anyone it just goes to the person with the least amount of health. So if you haven't played her before, that's how it works. If you hit Q, uh, her Q is called, uh, hold on, Healing Brew. And uh, has a cooldown of four seconds to start with. You can talent that down in other ways later. But if John and Bo and I are all in the same space, and Bo is even one hit point lower than John, my Healing Brew will automatically go to Bo and not John. If John gets hit, during the cooldown and now becomes the guy who has the lowest health, the next one will go to him and so on. And if I'm the lowest health, I will self-heal rather than heal them. 
which some might say that's a pain in the butt. I'd rather choose to heal others than, than yourself, but it works out. It's fine. She needs sustainability as well. Um, anyway, that's her cue. That's her main job. Keep everybody alive. Her second is Cloud Serpent. And I really like Cloud Serpent now as opposed to what it used to be. It used to be this way of kind of putting a temporary turret on either you or someone around you. So it's like, all right, here comes John. He's playing Diablo. He's going in for some 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 divey business. I'm going to put the Cloud Serpent on him, and it's going to fire off uh, this damage that he wouldn't otherwise have. It's going to cost me 35 mana. It's going to take 10 seconds to cool down, and that thing's going to deal 26 damage the entire time. Now, there were ways in the old builds to to make it so that thing could heal you while you had it on you. Now that's baked in. So when you put one of those on somebody... It also heals your ally for 20. Uh, and again, the entirety of eight seconds is how long it lasts there. And it can be stacked with your regular healing too. So if I've got that on John and it's firing away, it's doing damage, it's healing him for at least 20, and I'm still chucking healing at him. So it's kind of like double healing in a weird way. Uh, but I love Cloud Serpent as it, as it is constituted now. The way it used to feel was like, well, if you don't feel like healing, I guess you can kind of go DPS. And that's fine. You know, that's your playstyle, great. But now it actually has kind of this dual use, and I really like that. Then there's Blinding Wind. This is your E. 30 mana, 12 second cooldown. You throw a cloud of Blinding Wind at the two nearest enemies. It prioritizes heroes. It will hit minions if they're not around. Uh, this deals 133 damage. Affects targets, uh, affected targets miss all basic attacks for the next two seconds, uh, which is a proper blind in the game. That's how that mechanic works. And this thing is awesome. Because there are plenty auto-attack characters like, oh gosh, I don't know. Let's say Vala and uh, Illidan comes flying into your fight. Uh Throw this out on them. Oh, man. They just, they can't do shit for a second. They just can't do anything. And uh, that's for two seconds is how long that takes. So those are your basic abilities. Your heroics are, for me, the no-brainer is always Jug of Cups. Or, sorry, (laughs) Jug. Jug of a thousand <laughs> jug cups. Of cups. Jug of cups. Jug of a thousand cups is what it's called. It's a basically a big AOE heal thing that shoots out a bunch of healing to everybody and again prioritizes heroes with the lowest healing or the lowest uh, health. Uh, restores a total of 1,698 health. That's 4% per level or plus 4% uh, per level and heals over six seconds of time. There's ways to expand that and enhance that with, with stuff later. Uh, I always pick that because it's clutch and it also has a much lower cooldown than it used to. It's 70 seconds now. And uh, you can talent it lower and it feels great to be able to just pop that when people need it. Like really great. I feel like it saves lives is what I'm trying to say. Okay, It's like that other Malfurion ult if it worked. If it worked. It's exactly the same <laughs> as that one if it worked. It, well, it, I, I shouldn't say it doesn't work. It's just shit. It's shit healing. Like this little panda does great healing with her R and in comes Valfro. Let me, I'm the tree prophet. And it sucks. That's the sound it makes. He farts it out. Then there's water dragon. That's your other choice at 10, 50 mana, cooldown 45 seconds. Summon a water dragon that uh, after a delay hits the nearest enemy. Uh, That is to say hero and all enemies near them dealing 318 damage. Uh, you get 4% increase on that per level damage and slowing their movement speed by 70% for four seconds. It's great with combos, great with coordination. I don't usually pick it because, again, I'm trying to do maximum healing. So there's that. Uh, 
that's the basic stuff. As far as how I, uh, if, if, if people are interested in how I'm talenting her, here's what I do. Again, results may vary. Other people do different things. I am not the expert on Lily, but here's what I do, and I have good success with it. Uh, I do Wind Serpent at number one. Most people pick either Free Drinks or Eager Adventurer. Free Drinks doing this thing with people with lower than 50% health. Uh, you get reduced cooldown on the healing. You might say, "Well, Scott, now you're, now you're not heal. Now you're you're going against what you said about her healing. You're not focusing on healing. Well, not not entirely, because Wind Serpent having a lower cooldown means more of a healing presence on on heroes, and I'm helping with damage. So that's just always my the one I go with is is uh, Wind Serpent. Uh, my next one I pick is uh, Hindering Winds. The slow amount increase the thirty percent. So your uh, every time you cast that thing, people get way slowed down. That's great. I like that a lot. Uh, let's see. Next, I do. Where is it? I uh, can't find it. There. Oh, uh, the good stuff. Healing brew heals for an additional amount over three seconds while fast feet is active. This is your. Tra oh, I forgot to mention her trait. Her trait is fast feet. Uh, upon taking damage, your basic uh, ability cooldowns refresh fifty percent faster. And you gain 10% movement speed for one second. I forgot to mention that. So that's what I usually choose there. Uh, let's jump to... Uh, then I take Jug of a Thousand Cups. Seems like most other people do too, but whatever. Some of you are weird and take the other one. Uh, Gale Force is my next one at 13. <laughs> this increases the, the duration of Blinding Wind from 2 to 3 seconds. Uh, Lily's basic attacks against blinded heroes deal 75% more damage. So you can get in there and auto-attack and do some real... Uh, cause some real problems for people. Uh, it's 16, 16 being a big level for a lot of people uh, and a lot of characters. Uh, I usually do, where is it? Uh, there it is. I do two for one. Increases the number of allies healed by healing brew up to two, but increases the cooldown by 1.5 seconds. You'd think that would suck, but it really, you can't hardly even notice it. It's a second and a half. It's all right. It's fine. You give that up. It's okay. It's better better for the additional healing and then finally my upgrade to my ult at 20 jug of a thousand cups uh that goes uh or let's see ju um, it's a, it's uh, jug sorry. Of a million cups sorry million jug cups. jug of a million cups. cups it's a lot of cups that's a lot of penises being guarded in football they call oh. them cups right a little hard <laughs> okay. little yeah. yeah isn't that a thing yeah it just took me a minute to get to where the penis factor didn't. Well, it always does. It, it was a journey for John. I saw it all over his face. <laughs> but... <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Did they ever do cup checks when you guys were in like high school and stuff? I have never worn a cup. On I never wore a cup. Scrubs. All right. I had to in junior high for gym and stuff, and they would come and check. No, it was a jock check, not a cup. You were you were a footballer, right? No. Or football player? No. 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 I was not athletic. Why do I think you played football? I, I played, guess you just like football. I played a little basketball and I like football, but I don't. I you never look played. like you have the size. Guys, I, you know, Scott's a large man. I have a height for it. I, I would not pick a fight with Scott. I'll put it that way. <laughs> you would beat me I know, so bad. Personality wise, not knowing you. If no, no, I didn't no. know you. If you didn't know me, you, I you would kick my A. Now, I may put off an appearance when people and see let's me. Say, let's say I pushed a six year old into a puddle and you saw me. <laughs> All right, you're like, oh. <laughs> I would run very fast from Scott. And but what you wouldn't know is if you stopped and faced me, you'd beat me. That's what I'm saying. I'm not that yeah, tough. I wouldn't, know. I wouldn't know that. That's what I'm. But that's also what I'm saying. It's just you know, you're, it's you're, all appearance. There. All appearance is what's going on. 
which actually is important. I just said appearance because I'm going to get to that in a second with Lily, and I have a complaint about the character. But jug of a million cups, uh, two targets at a time, basically is what you get out of that. Otherwise, it behaves the same. Save more lives. Okay. My biggest. I don't think beef... their math checks out. Well, yeah, it's not exact. <laughs> it's not really a one to one on the jugs or the cup. How I'm, many cups are in there? I'm just saying it went from a thousand cups. Now it hits two targets instead of one, and somehow it's a million cups. There's a lot of lost value on some of these cups. They're really stretching it there. I agree. That's true. They lost a lot of value. I, I completely agree. Uh, but uh, here, so here's my big complaint with her. And it's purely cosmetic. I don't like her model. I think it's bad. I think that mm-hmm. it's just from an artistic standpoint. I like her personality. Her voice pack is amazing. I like how scrappy she is. I like everything about her. Her skins are good. All that stuff. Her face is just 1.0. It needs it's beta. Get it. She kind of looks it. like a squirrel painted to look like a panda. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good. Go roll a monk and go have a look at her in World of Warcraft and come back. <laughs> She'll look like the most beautiful panda you've ever seen. What? I think no. the pandas in WoW are okay, aren't they? Her model in WoW is not Her No, her model in WoW is not good at all. Oh, okay. Oh, her oh, wow. I'm saying. Oh. Go to WoW, go to play, log into WoW, play it, roll a monk, go to the monk uh, place and and have a look at her model. No, you're you know, right. Oh my God. And it'll make Hero's model look like the most beautiful panda yes yeah, yeah, yeah i got yeah. you i'm got looking you. at her right now and you're right it's bad it's it's very very bad <laughs> uh i think but you're it, right it could use an update i'm not saying you're wrong for wanting it because I, I agree with you actually but i really like her as a character i love her relationship with her uncle i love i love what she represents like lily's great dude she's great that comic they put out was awesome those books were really good i like the time i spent with her in world of warcraft and i really like playing her here so don't let anybody tell you that she's a pink little girly girl uh, who's uh, too much of a noob type character where all you got to do is hit Q and go home. I think she's way, way more than that. And I, I know of at least one master player who's told me that that's true. His name is Kyle Ferguson. It's a way to throw him under the bus in case people want to argue. Well, I like to drop names so that I can, people can trip over those names. Okay. Yeah. So they get emails, not you. Yeah, not me. I don't want them. Okay. Uh, that's your that's your quick and dirty on Lily. She's great. I really really like her. And uh, just give her an update. Like her and Arthas and a couple others need some art, but other than that, she's cool. I like her a lot. Although her little rings or the things that she'll put on her staff, uh, the accoutrement that she'll have for different skins, they defy gravity. They don't behave with true physics. They would fall off. Or they'd at least go rest by her hand. Yes, they'd fall down. They they the little rings would go little up down to her wrist and it would piss her off. But that none of that happens because we live in video games now. It's fine. But by the way, just before we move on from Lily, yeah. nothing to do with Heroes of Storm. Everything to do with Lily. Apparently, there's a little subset of the internet that ships Anduin and Lily. What? And hate- as Lily grows oh. up and Anduin gets older, like this whole shipping thing. Hold on, <laughs> Warcraft. I just, I just typed you, it. What are you going to look up exactly right now? Anduin and Lily. And well, just like, there's a, there isn't a ton. It's a small set, but I'm seeing some pictures. Uh, maybe it's even just one person. Actually, I think it's just one person. Lily and Anduin. There's several. You several know what? I'm going to say Lili. this. Oh Besides gosh. the species ramifications <laughs> and questions it might bring up, 
I think they would make a cute personality couple. I, I have... think so. Lily grows up, Andrew is in his 30s or 40s, and no, I've a- perfect. I- I've I've I regret everything I've just done. In fact, I think <laughs> I'm I think I'm joining the, uh, what, Leedwin Leedwin or Andley. Andley. You have to combine their names. Andley. 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 All right. If you go to the yeah. if you go to the if you look at your stream, uh, people at home are already seeing this. There's there's minute. drawings. You, oh my gosh. There's this is one drawing. It's just them frolicking and making out on the grass. It's nothing sexual. I mean, not necessarily, but you know, it's implying that they're in a relationship. But yeah, it's, it's, it's a very nice. uh, well. Yeah, I. Why are I mean, what I'm saying is, it's, 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 it's not like it's a photo of Ganymede with his dog. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's great. It's great. <laughs> that image is forever scarred in my brain. But oh my why God. Anduin? Why? Why him? <laughs> I don't know. I think they're just close in age, and like Anduin is like. When did they start? Boy. When did they start calling, uh, 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 creepy fan fiction? When did they start calling it shipping? Uh, it, I don't it, know. It's it, been no, a it's year different. or two. Fan fiction is not shipping. Shipping is wanting two characters to get together. Okay, Anduin. I think it started with Overwatch. When I first heard about it, when it was like Reaper and McCray, what's his name? Uh, McCoy. The old adventures of Raper and McCoy. They were they were amazing. They were incredible, those two together. I I first heard of shipping as a thing because of Overwatch. It was before Overwatch, but I'm sure Overwatch it was, but I heard is, of it as from with Overwatch. Overwatch is sustained by shippers. That's true. Uh, what is this that you have put up now, Scott? This isn't even related to anything. Well, it's Anduin and some devil horn lady. I don't know even know who that's supposed to be. So I think he's cheating on. Uh, oh no, Anduin, don't cheat on Lily. Yeah, don't cheat. She's yeah. great. She's she's the one. Wow, I feel Lily like I was your bay. I feel like I've really gone down a path. I, I don't know if Alarak of the Storm listens to this, but I really want him or her. I'm not sure if it's him or her to draw. To draw this yeah. shipping Lily and Anduin. By the way, now that we have new man mode Anduin with his sweet armor, yeah, put that in heroes. That's fine. We're good now. Oh yeah, yeah no, I, no longer anti heroes. I agree. Yeah, totally agree with that. Uh, looking at right, him no longer anti Anduin. <laughs> Here's Anduin from I think. All right, I'm going to argue you've put a lot of disturbing things up, and this actual <laughs> picture of Anduin is probably the most disturbing <laughs> so far. I know he's never looked. I mean, he looks really cool in the cinematic this time around, folks. But before that, especially like during Pan- Pandaria time, ironically, since this is what we're talking about, just a just dumb look terrible. Oh, I got a worse one for you. You ready? This is the worst. <laughs> this is really good for an audio podcast. Yeah, this is awesome. I don't know what's happening here. Something's going on with his eyes. There's something going on there. Look at this. Look at this thing. You guys got that yet? Do you see this? Not yet. <laughs> it's no, it's not really yet. weird. Oh, what happened? I don't know. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> now there's glowing behind his eyes. So, but someone like, was like, yeah. let's make him look like Daniel Craig. Make his eyes glow blue. Yeah, I don't know. It's really weird. Anyway, that was a fun path we went down. I can tell you that sure. much. Time for cool. us to, uh, to, to cleanse our palate and read an email. <laughs> Uh, hey, everybody, look, it's time for emails. This is where we read your emails. They come to us at core at heroesforyou.com. And we got one from Brent. <clears throat> Who says this? Hello, my name is Brent. 
I have been listening to your show since the beginning. I went to Nerdtacular and was the weirdo in the pink uh, toque. Uh, toque. Sorry, toque. You know those are, bro. That's up there with yeah. your weird hats and stuff. And he's wearing a toque, eh? Yeah. Probably a little uh, fry gravy on him from eating too much. What's that called? Poutine. It's kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of strange he's wearing a pink one, eh, bud? Hey. Uh, anyway. Hey, bud. <laughs> Don't call me buddy, guy. Anyway. I always know. I also am currently the support player for Barry Scary, the University of Alberta Heroes of the Dorm team. That's cool. That's awesome. uh, it was just confirmed that we made the round of 64 over the weekend, so you you should be able to catch our games on stream in a couple of weeks. Playing in Heroes of the Dorm has been an awesome experience and has improved my slightly scrub-like heroes play immensely. Uh, if you wanted, I would be happy to go on your show and perhaps in a week or so uh, before the round of 64 to talk about my experience playing in the Heroes of the Dorm. Uh, it was kind of spur of the moment decision to join the team, and it's been really fun. I would encourage any college student listening to consider joining next year. Don't worry if you're not amazing number one Grandmaster player. I am currently a Silver League player, but with practice, I made myself into a fairly competent and important part of my team. Thanks for the show and the laughs, Brent. Uh, Brent, I'd, cool. we'd love to have you on. Actually, I want to. I'd love yeah. to talk to a dorm player. See what's up with that. So count it as uh, an accepting of your idea, and we'll set a date and work around what you want to do. Because I think it'd be, I think that'd be a cool aspect of the hero stuff uh, to talk about that we don't get that much access to. And you don't have to, you know, come in here and tell us anything you're not supposed to. I'm sure there's NDAs, and I, I don't. I actually don't know what they do with the players, but but if um. If you're worried about that, we're not going to drill you on anything weird. But I would love to know, I don't know, the perspective of somebody who played in Heroes of the Dorm. I'm just trying to look up their team right now. First of all, that's super awesome. So now I'm cheering for this team. I now have a reason to watch Heroes of the Dorm, so that's cool. <laughs> yeah, I, like I take that, that no, I, like, I'm, I just feel like they're all just a bunch of teams, and I'm like, whatever. All right. It's hard to find. It's <laughs> hard no, to, yeah, now we have a reason to root for a team is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I get yes, it. Yeah. yeah, I get it. Yeah, that's totally that's what you want with esports. Barry Scary is the name. B e a r y Scary for those at home listening. You want to look that up and check them out. Good job, Brent. And uh, we'll be talking. I'll send you an email and we'll hook up in the platonic sense of the word. All right, hey, let's uh, get to the uh, let's get the hell out of here. Coreheroesforyou dot com is the email address. Once again, core at heroesforyou dot com. Use it frequently. Uh, you're sitting there saying to yourselves, man, I have enjoyed this time with these guys so much tonight. How can I possibly give back for the incredible amount of entertainment I've consumed? Well, I have an answer for you. It's real simple. Head on over to patreon.com slash core show. That's right. Patreon.com slash core show. And you can join up and support the show. And you can get rad benefits, uh, some of which could be your own dear Martha letters in the mail. Ooh, we need to Ooh, do one. I got to write a new one. You actually. do. You do. And we got to do more on the show itself. So people know what the hell we're talking about. If they're new, uh, <laughs> yeah, what's dear Martha. Said us? <laughs> what you guys used to do. Yeah. Uh, some other really cool stuff can be yours. If you'll bet only link right on over to patreoncom slash core show. You can find that and other important links at heroes That's our website. And uh, you can find us in the game sometimes. Just join the Frog Pants group. Always somebody in there playing. Slash join Frog Pants is the way to do that. Follow us on Twitter. You can find Bo at Bo Schwartz. That's spelled S-C-H-W-A-R-T-Z. I say that because someone asked me. So I said. You can also say Schwartz. Schwartz. 
Yeah, it's very Schwarz. very hard, Hungarian. Do you do you like goulash? Is that it's a thing German? You know? It's Schwarz is the German word for black. Oh well, and how? So, so wait my, a minute. My first name is French for handsome, and my second name is German for black. Handsome black? That's a cool name for. That's like my a, that's my name in English. I'm handsome black. It's <laughs> like a Harry Potter name. Yeah, I love that. Handsome black. One of the black people. Or <laughs> Careful now. Well the, done, Scott. One of the mem- members of the family known as Black in the oh. books, the Harry Potter books. We walked alongside a minefield and you were real quick to jump right on the first You one heard you like saw. a little click, click. That was me stepping on one. Anyway, uh, well, all right, handsome Black. I'm, I'm going to call you that from now on. That is a great name uh what was i saying i don't even know oh i was gonna say You're your twitter you name find me on the twitter that's right bo schwartz. bo schwartz uh find him there check him out he's great says funny things and he has other shows and cool stuff so check that out i'm at scott johnson john underscore jagger can also be found on twitter at the name i just gave you and the show of course at core heroes that's core heroes on twitter thank you all for listening thank you chat room for being here live we'll play some games after this so hang around if you must if you want if you'd like not if you must. That didn't sound right. It's going to do it for us, for me, for Bo, for John. We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. F it. I'm just going to say it.